Last Thursday, in a small northwestern town in Tasmania, nine children were involved in a tragic incident when a jumping castle they were playing on became airborne. Six children lost their lives, two remain in a critical condition in hospital. One of the children, Addison Stewart, who tragically lost her life, was a Devonport park runner. On Saturday morning, the Devonport Park Run community observed a minute silence during the run brief in honour of the children and wore a touch of aqua or green, which were Addison's favourite colours. We wish to offer our heartfelt condolences to the Devonport community in this time of grief and stand beside you as you deal with the aftermath of this horrible tragedy. Welcome to episode 266 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I'm Ollie Spake. I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, Melissa Ellis. And Mel, firstly, Merry Christmas. Secondly, what are you hoping Parkrun Santa brings you this year? Oh, could Parkrun Santa please bring me an uninterrupted Parkrun year in 2022? (laughs) That would be great. Thank you. No more pauses. Uh, But, yes, uh, Merry Christmas, Ollie, and happy 50th podcast to you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, very fitting that I get to celebrate Colour Red on such a, uh, uh, I think, a red-associated date. Absolutely. But, yeah, can you believe it? 51 for you. Well done, Mel. Thank you very much. (laughs) And um, thank you for all of the best wishes for New South Wales return. It was a fantastic parkrun weekend, um, but... uh, I would like to know, how did you spend yours, Mel? Oh, well, I was joined by Paul and Zoe this week at Wallaby Track Park Run in Brown Hill, which is a suburb of Ballarat and approximately an hour and 20 minutes north of Melbourne. We chose Wallaby Track as we were heading away for the weekend at a farm stay at a nearby alpaca and miniature donkey farm and Event 40 filled a missing Wilson number for me. Aha! Well, I chose it for that reason. Paul and Zoe just followed along. Also often found at Wallaby Track was Bruce, the ideas man Purdy. (laughs) Sporting his ugly shirt, cheetah ears and happily there to support his wife Donna to complete her volunteer 25. I'm not sure if Wallaby has been profiled previously. Probably should have looked that up, but it was my second visit there as I was there two years ago at Event 1 on the 28th of December in 2019. So the event launched just prior to the first pandemic pause. Mm -hmm. The course takes you along an undulating gravel bush path which follows the Yarrowee Creek to a turnaround at approximately 2.1 kilometres. A feature of Wallaby is their 120-metre tunnel that goes under the Western Freeway and has amazing acoustics. Volley Donna, dressed splendidly as Santa, had the Christmas tunes playing which echoed brilliantly through the tunnel for all to enjoy. The runners return to the start point, needing to continue along for another 400 metres in the opposite direction before returning to the start finish on a lovely downhill slope. There were 48 finishes, 
lots of Christmas joy and plenty of birdsong to enjoy along the way. Brunch was at In Exterior Cafe, where the event team from Ballarat Parkrun were also, which was a nice way for the town's two events to exchange news of the morning's events. Mm, I like that, Mel. That's a, that's a nice touch. It is. Yeah. Very much so. And they have a great big area and you just have to wander in and say, I'm with Parkrun, and they go, out the back you go. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of space. So, yeah, really good for the two event teams side by side out in the area. And it was excellent. Oh, that sounds like a, a pretty nice way to spend the time. Great support from Paul and, and Zoe. That's what we call that. Following is 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 actually supporting. And uh, clearly they were out to support you with the Wilson Index. They were, yes. yes. I, I did appreciate that. It was nice to have their company, I will admit. Yes. And congratulations, Donna. Yes. But, Ollie, we hmm. need a report on the return of the much-anticipated and new event course for Voldemort Parkrun. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the name there for a moment, Mel. Not coming past these lips. No. Okay. Well, yeah, let, let's see how we go in this, in this episode. <laughs> so, she'll have a Parkrun return for event number 332, which um, – yeah, it, it really did feel like it had been a long time and I think the cafe, <laughs> the team at the cafe felt like it had been a long time. I actually popped up there in the week to give them a heads up because I noticed with horror that, <laughs> yeah, horror, um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that their opening hours started at 8. What? And, um, I mean, I don't need a coffee to get perked up to run direct, but it helps and they were more more than obliging so uh very pleasingly, they had put on extra staff, they'd opened up early, and they were welcoming us with open arms because it's been a tough time for them. They don't get a lot of through traffic without the parkrun events, so Saturday morning is actually uh, big for business. They missed you. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we made sure to give them a bit of love and uh, certainly relished the welcome back that they gave us. And how was the new course received? By the community. Well, relatively well. <laughs> relatively <laughs> well. Um, for those that, that might not know Shell Harbour Park Run, it's always been a cross-country course. It's always been a combination of you know, dirt tracks, rocky tracks, gravel trails, beach, sand, grass, a few more rocks. Yeah, good fun. And uh, I think even though we're now predominantly on pathway, I think close to 75 or 80% of the course is on a rocky path. It's not a flat path when it comes to the little rivets in the in the pathway and the protruding rocks uh, and the tree roots and, and those sorts of hazards. So, uh, yeah, plenty of warnings were given and uh, everyone did be sure to uh, to keep an eye on things. But the combination of that and the, the tight squeeze in some areas of the track meant that uh, it's going to take a little bit of adjustment, to be honest, Mel. And look... <laughs> I'm not sure people are a fan of the second hill. So. <laughs> I might have seen reference to uh, it being a more difficult course, Ollie, but I thought surely not. Well, I was thinking PBs all round, but 182 attended, uh, eight PBs. Right. So, um, whoops. It's got effectively the same elevation. It just depends how quickly you can turn around at the bottom of each hill. But the way it's structured now is that it's it's out and back to the north and out and back to the south that follows that. And it, the last 
let's say 500 meters or thereabouts of each out and back, you run down a hill, which means, of course, you turn around and run straight back up. It just so happens that in the final kilometer, that uphill is on soft, spongy grass. Mm. So, uh, yeah, there have been plenty of requests to bring back the original course. Oh, can I just mention that Tulin Creek is a nice flat out and back (laughs) (laughs) on concrete? (laughs) Excellent. I'll be sure to recommend it. Oh, well, yeah. embrace it, I say, Ollie. Well, every park run is different. It just so happens that ours has joined the split personality club <laughs> and yeah, we, we, we are going to embrace it. Yeah, we will revert to the original course for Christmas Day and New Year's Day and, and we'll see what happens in the future. But uh, for the foreseeable future, from the 8th of Jan, we'll be, we'll be enjoying the new Killer Lee course. And uh, look, yeah, look. There, there, we did have an incident on course. We did have someone trip and, and um, have uh, a bit of cut, uh, a few cuts, I should say, a bit of bruising, and he was um, yeah rather injured. So we did need to call in the medical support for that and have uh, the fantastic community of park runners come and support him, make sure he was cared and looked after. Pleased to report he's fine, he's well, and uh, aside from those, those gashes, he's recovering well. But... Aside from that, all in all, a pretty positive morning. Well, that's good to hear. And, yeah. Uh, yes, I do hope that he is recovering well. Uh, and so was there other feedback on the course? Yeah, look, I think being out and back, you know, one of the things that I've always loved and I know we haven't embraced it as much for obvious reasons during 2020 and 2021, high fives, social park runs where you get to, to pass and encourage one another. So, mm. yeah. On the plus side, it's a social park run uh, where you will pass one another and it's also providing now the bailout opportunity, which Shell Harbour never never had. Uh, so my kids might actually consider park run now they know that uh, <laughs> <laughs> they might get out of it after three oh, Ks. that's not necessarily a good thing. Zoe did a no. lot of single loops of Berwick Springs Park Run and not complete the course because it was That's a, right. a double loop and uh, after the first loop and the lure of the playground, I never quite got her around the second loop many a time. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So we will see, but uh, I'll try and use that to advantage. I'll try and use it to, to bring Parkrun back into their lives uh, until at least we can get to a junior Parkrun sometime, Mel. Oh, yes. Yes. When you visit Melbourne. Exactly. But it, look, it, it was fantastic. I feel really fortunate to have Parkrun back in our lives here. Uh, so many volunteers, such a lovely morning. Um, I think I had two and a half coffees by the end of it, just trying to spread the love and, yeah, just relishing that experience that let's say a large proportion of New South Wales was fortunate enough to enjoy. So you run directed? I did, yes. Yep. Are you up next week too? No, well, next week Christmas Day logistics might get the better of me, Mel. So at the moment I'm not volunteering, but I don't know whether I can make it to Parkrun. Yeah. Oh, oh, dear, Ollie, I'm a bit conflicted. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So we will see. I mean, I'm I'm volunteering for a few weeks after that, but, yeah, Christmas Day yet to be seen. Oh, 
we want you mm. to be able to scan your barcode, Ollie. We're <laughs> all behind you. Please try. I'm counting down. It's just that uh, it's still in double digits. Yes. Right. Yeah. But uh, but we're back, and that's what counts for me at the moment. Uh, there was a big rush, as I've mentioned on a few of the recent podcasts, to get a new course and to get everything up and running. So hugely appreciative of the support we got with that. And uh, it's nice to be there. And uh, it's a feeling, Mel, it's a feeling that we wish for our fellow park runners. We do. But before we jump to that, Ollie, can okay. I just yes. say that I know how much effort you've put in behind the scenes to get your event back up and running as the event director of Shell Harbour. So big kudos to you for everything you put in. And I'm sure your community is very appreciative. And congratulations to Shell Harbour for your return. Thank you very much. And look, I should elaborate. The guys at Parkrun Australia have been fantastic um, and Parkrun Global and our landowners in supporting our last ditch effort to have a Parkrun course up and running. It was effectively eight days from the moment the course was created to the moment it was risk assessed, published. Uh, we even managed to have a nice core flute sign cut out and a full volley roster. So, um it was an exciting eight days, but we got there. That's amazing. Well done, Ollie. Yeah. Steering the ship. Yes. But, yes, uh, we also were very excited to have our New Zealand friends in the 12th hour. Is that what you <laughs> yes. say? 11th hour. But, yeah, oh. no, I guess 12th hour is <laughs> even later, right? <laughs> oh, goodness, yeah. <laughs> I'm not so good on that kind of thing. But we're just excited for New Zealand. Hugely. Wonderful news. Uh, it's always great and exciting to get something hot off the presses. And uh, how good was it to hear that update? Thank you, Alison. Yes. So at the time of recording, we're aware that some New Zealand events are able to return in time for Christmas, some for New Year, and others will be restarting in January as New Zealand slowly reopens. And Alison did share with me a lovely anecdote that I wanted to mm. tell the listeners about. She went for her regular Saturday morning not park run and she met one of the community, which was their 85-year-old walker, Neil, who had been showing up every week on the off chance that they had restarted. And he had a tear in his eye when she told him he needed to bring his barcode and vaccine pass next week. And he <sighs> said to her, I've brought them every week. <laughs> oh, Neil. Oh, Ollie, my heart. When I had that thought of that man turning up every week with his barcode and his vaccine pass just in case. Yep. Oh, Neil, enjoy. Yes. Enjoy your park run. Oh, yeah, I look forward to hearing how it went. That's really exciting. Absolutely. At Perenga. Yes. Yes. So obviously Perenga is set to go next week, one of the events that is set to return in time for Christmas. Yeah. But we also had mail this week, Ollie. We got mail. You've got mail. Yes, we've we've received mail from uh, from two sources this week. So if I may, Mel, I'll mm -hmm. read out our first from Jeff Club. Hello, Parkrun Adventurers. Greetings from America. I'm a run director at Joe Creason Parkrun and wanted to draw your attention to what I believe to be a special occurrence. This past Saturday, December 11, at Aspen Parkrun in Colorado, the results table looked a bit strange to me. 
it seems Aspen Parkrun had one finisher and no volunteers. Aspen is a resort town in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado and doesn't typically have a lot of finishers. But I wanted to share my admiration for the sole finisher, Michael Ireland, barcode number A530-3890. As a lover and advocate of a small park run, I know that if I'd set up and run our event myself, I would probably do it just to keep it alive. I'm sure there are others who listen to your pod and feel the same way. Michael is especially admirable in that he is twice my age and is likely doing this in some of the worst weather conditions imaginable. Kudos to Michael and thanks for the pod. Hope to get down under at some point and check out some park runs in Australia soon. From Jeff Glubb, A46258863. Thanks, Jeff. Oh, wonderful to hear from you, Jeff, and thank you very much for sending us the email. It's nice to know that we're having a... an audience over in America. Yes, and some pretty some pretty dedicated park runners there. It's uh, I don't know. It, it it certainly bumps the event up my list, Mel. I know that uh, I'd love to get there as it is, but uh, yeah, to support a, a nice, intimate park run like that, uh, wouldn't that be fantastic? One day, Aspen. Yeah. yeah. So that's sort of traditionally from my understanding of the USA, Mm. like a holiday destination for Americans to go to Aspen to ski. Would that be correct? Well and truly. uh, I have been to Aspen. Um, What? I have been to Aspen. I've been to Aspen 20 years ago. Show off. (laughs) (laughs) And it was in the summer. Uh, So no park run and no snow. Wow. But, yeah, very much a holiday feel. And I'm just fascinated at what the parkrun experience would be like there, especially this time of year. So, poor. The Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Wow. I, I can't even imagine. It just seems like something in my world that was completely out of reach. I can't even imagine ever being somewhere like that. But Paul does have aspirations to travel to America, so you never know, I guess. Well, yeah. And now there's the idea. Uh, I think it's worth it, Mel. But we're all... Obviously, also very excited for Jeff to be able to potentially travel to Australia and yes. experience an Aussie park run. And yes, let us know if you need some park run suggestions, Jeff. We've got a book full of them. <laughs> we do. We absolutely do. But Ollie, mm. we also heard from one of our regulars this week, Eman. Yes. And Eman said, hi, guys, back on the road for the holidays and started it off with a celebration of Parkrun's return to New South Wales by completing Tamworth Parkrun. It was a stinking hot morning, but we enjoyed the course along the Peel River, passing an outdoor velodrome, swimming pool and an elaborate kids' playground. We had just over 100 participants and I enjoyed chatting with ED Mark Makepeace, who I met earlier in the year at Gin and Deera Park Run. Hope to see you guys again soon, E-Man. Good to see that E-Man's out there still adventuring, Ollie. That's right, and uh, heading across the border. So it's nice to see some of our visitors to the state getting to to celebrate the return. So thank you, E-Man. I trust, I trust, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. I don't trust. I look forward to the, the possibility of E-Man visiting one time in the not-too-distant future. Ooh. And by that, let's just say any time in the next five years because who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> to Shell Harbour. But has he been to Melbourne? Has he been to Victoria? Oh. He's got to share the love. 
Yes. It can't yes. be all New South Wales. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he'd be a, a big fan of a fast course, you know, a nice, flat, hard surface, fast course. <laughs> and there's a few more than just Toolin Creek, I might add. <laughs> yes. But lovely to hear from you, E-Man. Thank you very much. Indeed. Uh, look, Mel, I suppose it's it's probably worth mentioning. I mean, Christmas is on our doorstep. Uh, Merry Christmas once again, everyone. We have, a, I suppose, a bit of a quieter pod this week, don't we? Yeah, but that's good because that means my editing will be reduced. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got Christmas shopping to do, Ollie. I can't spend all my time in front of the computer editing. Yes. Yeah, look, it's really crept up on me this year, to be perfectly honest. Um, I, I feel like a real Scrooge. I've barely had any Christmas lights out, although that's oh. because the house has been chaos. We've had a lot of work being done around here. But I sit here and I look at the front of the house because I'm still working from home and think, oh, I really, really should just put out a few more. So um, I'm making up for it for you, Ollie. Uh, Our house is lit up like a Christmas tree. I don't think our neighbours across the road can probably sleep at night from the (laughs) amount of light that is emitted from the front of our place. All thanks to Paul. Yes. Oh, good work, Paul. Uh, that makes me feel a little better. Yeah. A little more guilty, but a little better. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. I'm, I'm, um, I'm doing it for both of us at the moment. Yeah. But, Mel, I, I suppose not having prepared any Bon Bon jokes, I've gone and looked one up, so I have to ask you one. So are you ready? Oh, definitely. Yes. And look, in the theme of, of 2021 uh, and Christmas shopping, I'm not sure if it was your experience, but I'm going to start. Why did nobody bid for Rudolph and Blitzen on eBay? Oh, tell me. Because they were too dear. <laughs> Insert applause. Yes. <laughs> well yes. done. Okay. Shall we throw now to our roving reports and the informant? Okay. Just finished Wallaby Track Park Run. I've walked back out to their very famous tunnel and I'm speaking to Donna, celebrating 25th volunteer today, dressed as Santa Claus. Good morning, Donna. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you for volunteering today. You do look splendid. Uh, might you. I add, for those at home, the Santa costume, complete with fluffy Christmas singlet. Beautiful. <laughs> what I love about, I love Wallabies Tunnel. It's very unique on a park run course because it's quite long isn't it it is a really long one and the tunnel just breaks it up and adds a little something special to it yeah and we've got the christmas music playing which is amplified through the tunnel yeah a lot of people have said how lovely it is and even people just who aren't part of park run have come through and said how lovely it is morning morning Yes, it's a lovely touch. (laughs) It's a little bit of uniqueness that Wallaby has that I haven't... I've been to a lot, but, um, yeah, it's something that I've never seen anywhere else, so I love it. Of course, your lovely husband is Bruce Purdy, the ideas man. He is the ideas man, and we do a lot of (laughs) travelling. So where will you be next week? Are you park running on Christmas Day? We are park running. We are park running at Ballarat, and I will have a new ensemble. Yes. So um, look out for that one. So that'll be awesome. And, yeah, I love volunteering, just saying hi to everybody and trying to uplift their spirits when they've gone, I can't go any further. (laughs) Yes. Well, good on you and thank you for talking to me today. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. 
Hi, Jazza. Mel left me a note in a napkin, something about Christmas. So here's hoping. What a year this has been. Uh, UK was back to parkrun in July, and I think I've managed 21 parkruns since the restart, which has been brilliant. And I know people have been able to do more or fewer, but any parkrun has made it worthwhile. Um, I've managed enough better run reports. Still putting it out there that's a bit of a niche, but it's my niche. I've made friends who've streaked. I've shared laughter and tears and jokes and sorrows. And basically, I've had a parkrun family to call my home. Let's hope we have a peaceful, lower virus new year. Merry Christmas. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. I only current at the time I collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. This week we see post-COVID records for a global number of runs held and global 50, 100 and 250 milestones. Helped by the return of New South Wales, there were 382 runs held in Australia, up 74 on last week. This was out of 1,669 worldwide, which is up by 95. There were three launches, one in Poland, one in South Africa, and one in the UK. Aussie attendance was up by 8,140 to 33,765, out of 167,037 worldwide, which is up almost 17,000. Down under, we had 2,716 PBs, while 1,134 people participated for the first time. 89 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 198 people reached their 50 milestone, 137 reached their 100 milestone, and 27 people reached their 250 milestone. 17 people called bingo. Colin Fitzpatrick was the quickest with 150 runs, while Cargo was slowest on 342 runs. There were four new states people this week. In the ACT, we had Selena Rambor. In the Northern Territory, we had Leonie Butler. And in Tasmania, we had Linda Coffey and Baron Young. Some action in the top 20 most events list. Errol Poole moves up equal six after running at Anstey Hill. Kathleen Wallington and David Messenger both move up one to equal 13 after running at Mildura Weir and Burswood Peninsula, respectively. And in huge news, we have our second debutant in two weeks. Neil Schultz moves into a four-way tie for rank 20 after running at Fodder Forest. The biggest mover of the week is Kiara Matthews, who moves up 10 to 188 after running at Westerfolds. On the Wilson Index, we had a massive 228 people lifting their index. On any other week, Kevin Muller's rise of 32 would have been a standout. However, this week, Ian Kraxer from Queensland jumped a whopping 94 to 203. Very impressive. Now, if you want to see a full breakdown of the weekly stats, you can download them from the blog at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant, or one word, dot me or look for the informant on Facebook. And that's a wrap for Stats Year 2021. We'll be closing the spreadsheet for a couple of weeks and taking a break. On behalf of everyone here at Stats Central, have a Merry Christmas. Hey, I can speak for myself. Merry Christmas, everyone.
Okay, on behalf of myself, have a Merry Christmas. This has been the informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. So did you get me a present? No. Typical. I got you one. Close your eyes. Really? It's a Sudoku puzzle book. Sudoku. Well, no spoilers then. But thanks. I uh, don't know what to say. Just say you'll take me for an ice cream. Okay, but just a plain one. No way. I'm having the works. Okay, a double plain cone. <laughs> You'll never change. We're not going to miss the whippy, mate. We're going up market. I'm not made of money. Ah, you'll find the money for your BFF. Come on, let's go now. Oh. And thank you to you, Mel, for our roving report this week. And thank you also to Pippa for our Christmas message coming all the way from the UK. Uh, and to our informant, of course. Yeah, I think getting into the festive season, hopefully, and... um. I think it's eggnog time, don't you, Mel? Yes, I do. I agree. Um, look, uh, after that very brief uh, roving report interlude, what we don't have so brief is Daz's. Daz's was absolutely pumping. I think everyone's having their Christmas party at Daz's this week. It was good to see, Ollie. Yes. The more the merrier. Yes. So, th- look, this week at Daz's, we continued the fun from last week's pod uh, where we discovered some of the mobile Monopoly and uh, Daz had a Monopoly theme. So, Daz opened the morning and asked, did you park run today? Yes. Advance to go and collect your results email. No. Please take a chance card. You may record a Frito or a Notty. Forgot your barcode? Go directly to jail. Do not collect your results email. Regardless of your status and welcome back New South Wales, come inside and share your morning. We want to hear all the things and tell us all your Monopoly memories. And look, Mel, I think reminding us, sadly, as, as we know, that uh, life has far too many ups and downs, um, many, many more than Monopoly, I think it's probably fitting to, to kick off uh, with Val's check-in. Good morning, Dazza. Today we experienced a park run like never before. You know about the tragedy our town has experienced. We came together as a very quiet and sombre community wearing aqua and green in memory of Addison. We had a minute's silence during the briefing. Our community is shell-shocked. It was our privilege as park runners to stand with the bereaved families and especially Kylie and her other children who are part of our park running community. Please keep our big country town in your thoughts and prayers and especially the families of the five who have died and the three still critical in hospital and the staff of the school, the first responders at the scene and the second responders in our Tassie hospitals. Thank you. There were no ugly Christmas shirts worn today, but you understand why. And uh, as we acknowledged in our intro, um, you know, it has been heartwarming in the in the tragic circumstances to see our parkrun communities, you know, Devonport and well beyond, showing care and support to our fellow parkrunners. And um, you know, as we've seen in the updates since then, the tragic news has continued. But uh, yeah, as we've said, our hearts go out to you all. Yes, absolutely, Ollie. And I think you and I, both having daughters primary school age, yeah. it hit home of how um, fragile um, life can be and how <laughs> things can be taken from you 
in an instant and we, we can't know when these things will happen and I know myself having Zoe as a grade six student um, it's really hit home and it's been um, it's shaken me to put myself in the situation of those parents and what mm. they've dealt mm. with um, but to know yeah. that they've got their community around them their parkrun community for whatever that could offer as support that's that's amazing and I'm sorry for getting emotional no, putting myself yeah. in that position um, we wish them all the best and we're very sorry for their loss hugely um, no I, I don't think I need to, to add to, to what you've said Mel uh, except to say that yes um, you know, it's, it's gut wrenching um, and uh, I you know, take what what positive I can and, and um, you know, it's wonderful doesn't feel the word, but, uh, you know, to see that support, uh, to see um, that community spirit and to see that it transcends, you know, the, the physical presence on the morning. Um, thank you, everyone. And whether it's providing that support or whether it's celebrating the happy moments, um, yeah, that's clearly what we know and love about this particular event um, and uh, and it goes a long way. It's carried us through a lot and we hope that that support carries Kylie and the other children and the other families through things. And um, sending much love also to Val and Steve today. That's right. And, Mel, uh, look, as I said, there was a lot going on at the weekend, um, but we certainly don't want to take away from a lot of the other celebrations of the day and um, it was great, you know, I think, you know, being back on, you know, on parkrun ground myself um, to see a few of those celebrations, um, it felt a bit closer. You know, thank you to everyone that, that shared the celebrations with us this weekend too. So, um, you know, some of those in the milestones this weekend, Mel, so we heard from CJ Gotham had a little 50th birthday celebration at Burswood. was fantastic. And Greta Wilkinson also checked in at Mount Barker to celebrate two 250s for the two Wilkinson boys and also shared a photo of the family in green splendour, I should say, uh, in front of a familiar tree at Mount Barker. Yes, and we also heard from Tracy Wood, a tinsel of uglies at Bunyaville to celebrate Erica Liotta's 250th with a photo of a big tinsel and celebration plus an impressive cake. Then we also heard from Linda Meredith, well done to Erica, love Monica's socks. I got my V today and that was a photo at Varsity Lakes. Well done, Linda. We also heard from Lyndall Murray, volunteered at home at Bunyaville Park Run to celebrate Erica's milestone. So Erica was getting lots of love from the Park Run faithful. And we heard from Nadine Crawford. Welcome back, New South Wales. So happy for you. I did a pre-parkrun knotty at Rosebud before barcode scanning. Two of my favourite people celebrated their 100th parkrun this morning. War green for Addison. Then enjoyed post-parkrun park faff with all the people. As usual, a perfect morning spent in parkrun world. 
And speaking of perfect mornings, Simon Mackley, I think, summed it up. 5.55, the parkrun alarm finally went off. 6.40 arrival, excited crowd growing. Three first-timers at the welcome ran with a friend for the first time in over two years. Breakfast and extended park faff, home at 11. Normal service has resumed. Ah. <laughs> and Bernadette Bennett, rocking the RD duties at Newey, dressed in suitable clothing for both the duties and ugly shirt day, sharing the photo. And uh, I love the style there, Bernadette, RD vest and ugly combo, looking splendid. Chris Fraser, back on the tourism train, celebrated New South Wales' return with a little five-and-a-half-hour road trip to Leeton. 32 runners, no uglies, on a flat track, a few doggos, and a superb 4.5-star golden sausage roll from Mix. A bingo number for the 2021 edition. Cars in the background. Sorry, Chris. (laughs) He'll like that. He will, he will. If only he were at Bathurst for that one, it would have been perfect. Um, (laughs) Increased Wilson Index from 17 to 26. Nice work. Increased Nandy Distance from 513 to 6.04 kilometres. And look, just to top it off, two photos, one of the park run, one of the sausage roll. Thank you, Chris. Jeez, those stats. He's given (laughs) the informant a run for his money. That's right. And Heather Hunter, feels like forever since I had my barcode scanned, but I finally did today. And we heard from Ingrid Botha. We made a tinsel at Rhodes. I met Annette Ferris and Lynn Harrison, who also displayed wonderful fashion sense in their ugly Christmas singlets. I also brought along a first-timer and am now having pancakes. After a long week in a long year, it feels like an almost normal Saturday. And Ingrid shared a photo of her tinsel. Then we heard from Joanne Ward. No, I'm in the Newcastle region and many have either not returned yet or cancelled due to high COVID numbers. Fingers crossed for the new year. So coffee at home this morning, Dazza. We hope you return to Parkrun soon, Joanne. Mm. Lynette Ann. Visiting my son and daughter-in-law in in Sydney and just completed Wildflower Park Run. In the run brief, the RD said, this is the hardest event in New South Wales. Glad I didn't know that beforehand. (laughs) Beautiful parklands, but plenty of incline. Here I am in my ugly Christmas shirt, having a cool water now to recover. And Ollie, we can both attest to having, I know I've done wildflower unofficially on longest run day, as have you. I don't know if you've done it officially, but yes, it's a tough course. Yeah, I, I went back and I did it officially. Didn't get any easier. It's fantastic. <laughs> and Margie Lewis, so good to have our park run back in New South Wales. I'm with Heather feels like forever and just in time to show off the new singlet and Margie posted a photo of herself in her ugly shirt with the parkrun flag and we also heard from Matthew Billington checking in from Tari Parkrun and Matthew shared the photo uh, and look I don't know if I'm just envisaging it but it looked warm there Matthew Um, on more familiar ground Patrick Shimasek 
a tinsel of Merry Christmas makers at Shell Harbour today, celebrating the new hilly course in warm conditions. It was great to be back in the real world of park runs. A good post-parkrun analysis was conducted with fellow runners outside the kiosk while we quaffed on coffees and Gatorades. And Patrick did share the photo of the tinsel. I'm very happy for Patrick to return to parkrun, but he's in the sin bin because he was being cheeky. <laughs> would, would you care to elaborate? <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a post. I saw it where he was like, shell harbour, shell harbour, shell harbour. <laughs> Yeah, we were relishing it, that's for sure. Someone also glad to have Parkrun back in New South Wales was Richard. Hi, Dazza. Ran at the entrance today before heading up to my home Parkrun, Pioneer Dairy Parkrun, to do finish tokens. How good is it to be back? I remember Monopoly games taking days as a kid as no one wanted to declare bankruptcy. And, uh, yeah, the photo there fantastic-looking ugly Christmas shirt in front of the dairy. I do concur. Sorry to interrupt, uh, Ollie, about nobody wanting to declare bankruptcy. That can be a very um, long and... Uh, it, it is a bit of a slow and painful end painful. Uh, That's to the, the, to the game, for. isn't it? And it I'm is. not sure it's any better when, you, when you're losing rapidly. I suppose it does, it does break the tedium. Did Richard run at the entrance and then go to Pioneer Dairy for finish tokens. That's my understanding, yes. Wow. Well, yeah. he's, so he's been at two events in one day. Mm. He's um, mm. getting the most out of the return. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't well spread done, that Richard. secret too much, but thank you for volunteering, Richard. Yeah. And Sam Schroeder, Dazza, we scanned our barcodes and we were ugly. And Asher and Evie walked the course happily and in a great time. Milkshakes and pancakes were a great incentive. And Sam did show the photo in the cafe where, um, yeah, those incentives looked very tasty. Good work, team. And I've got the Bailey shot. Brett Bailey, hi, Dazza. We had yet another surf oh, – I nearly said scarf. We had yet another <laughs> surf carnival this morning, so had a delayed knotty on the beach with Tanya and Brunner. Thanks for sending us some sunshine. We needed it after a very gloomy start to December. We are all hoping for a special parkrun present on Christmas Day. And Brett shared a photo with Brunner on the beach. And then Beck Bailey, Dazza, sorry for being MIA last week. I was up in the Victorian bush, but I'm back. Parkrun New South Wales is back. It was a great and ugly day. I went to Shell Harbour Parkrun and gave Shell Harbour's new course a go. Bit more hilly, not as scenic without the lake, but it's a great course for the social park faff in its new Outback style. I'll be back out at Shell Harbour next week for some Christmas barcode scanning as they run the old traditional lap of the lagoon. SPF equals three. And Beck showed a photo of baking cupcakes with a Parkrun logo. Yes. And we had Tanya Bailey, Parkrun Naughty this afternoon down Wood End Beach, took Ducky for a paddle along the way. All going well, we should have Pegasus Parkrun going on Christmas Day. And Tanya had a photo of a very familiar-looking duck in a very large puddle. I'm very impressed. <laughs> to round out our Bailey shot, 
uh, I think an honorary Bailey, <laughs> <laughs> Alison King, Renafredo, hopefully the last, was a bit chilly to start with but quickly warmed up and was pleased to be in my ugly singlet. I love playing Monopoly. I recently visited the Hobbiton film set and bought the Lord of the Rings Monopoly. In terms of parkrun, could the stations be volunteer positions? and go directly to jail could be punishment for forgetting your barcode. And Alison posted a photo in her ugly Christmas singlet. Yeah, I can feel this parkrun monopoly really growing. Uh, the, the just and and look, yeah, we certainly noticed a lot of those ideas popping up, particularly from the ideas corner um, after last week's episode. So uh, yeah, no, we're going to have to have some good solid thinking over the Christmas break. But continuing the parkrun fun, Claire Stutchbury, a solo adventure this morning to Lota Parkrun, 53 weeks of tourist streaking and counting, November 2020 to December 2021. Not a calendar year to answer your queries on the pod. Thank you, Claire. Jack Corkle, my own South Australian adventurer today at Padawalonga River Parkrun. Lovely flat course along the river was very nice. Third... South Australia location and continuing the streak. I'm confused why uh, Jackie's in South Australia and Claire's not. I'm confused. <laughs> I need an explanation, but I'm sure they will give me that next week. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. The request has been placed. Um, Jody <laughs> Maisie. Tony O'Connell is right. Inverloch is a beautiful park run in the lovely morning sunshine. Yummy breakfast afterwards. And Jody, thanks for the photo looking over the dunes to the beach. Phil Olson, planning to go to Penryn Campus Park Run in the morning to reclaim Corn Wall. And of course, coffee at Dazz's. Well done, Phil. That's exciting. Phil's from overseas. Yeah, Cornwall. Yeah. And and look, I, I'm sorry, that's quite an achievement. I didn't mean to, to gloss over that, but uh, I, I like Cornwall. That's a nice take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we heard from Greg Garner. We were lucky enough to have a visit from Santa at Victory Heights Trail Park Run this morning for our Christmas celebration. And we had a photo of Santa with the selfie frame. Mm. Abigail's mum, an ugly morning in warm conditions at Winnervale today. Much complaining from the little people, not that you'd know it from the finish photo. Happy Park Run Day to all. And the family there, the Abigail's mum family, (laughs) for want of a better word, sporting their ugly Christmas singlets and looking brilliant. We heard from Bruce Purdy. There were carols in the tunnel at Wallaby Track Park Run this morning with a smiling Santa DJ catching up with Melissa too. P.S. So proud of our Santa, a.k.a. Donna, on achieving her official V25 today. And thank you for sharing the photo of myself (laughs) with Donna Claus plus a video of the carols in said tunnel. 
We also heard from Chantelle Hosking, increased my P-index to six at Coburg, decided to rock last year's ugly, will wear this year's tomorrow at Juniors. And Chantelle posted a selfie of herself celebrating with the fluffy vintage shirt. Yes. Needless to say, we're into the tinsel section now. <laughs> and things just got uglier. That's not a reference to you, though, Jeff Whiffen. Um <laughs> Happy Ugliness Park Run Day. As per the spreadsheet, we were at Port Arlington today for event number 158. Just another Wilson number, gap filler for the collection. And complete with photo, uglies and bark runner. And Irene Bomacanti enjoyed regaining our Victorian statesperson at event number three, Nathalia Showgrounds Park Run. Cheryl, Dawn, Path and myself were fashionable in our ugliness, enjoyed brunch with volleys and fellow parkrunners at Three Bells Collective. Cheesy toasties and ice lattes were enjoyed by all. And um, photo evidence there of the brunch with the ugly shirts. So, uh, yeah, great work. And uh, well done on regaining the statespersonship. Now, Adrian Homburg had a different approach to the tinsel and... He was, however, debuting a different kind of shirt. He took the new 25 out for the first run at Birdsland Reserve, but totally forgot the ugly buff. But uh, I will say that the new purple looked fantastic. So thank you for sharing, Adrian. And Mandy Oliver, sporting my ugly Christmas singlet under the bridge at Surfers Paradise Park Run. Complete with photo here, under the bridge, uh, with the large word... Belief spelt out underneath. And Mel, I don't know why it says belief, but um, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, oh, yes, next, Melissa Ellis from our roving report this week. A tinsel of eight at Wallaby Track today with three versions of the ugly Christmas singlet represented. And uh, thank you, Mel, for sharing the photo of the tinsel. Ah, oh, you're welcome. We also heard from people white. Hi, Dezza. There aren't as many uglies in the UK, so thrilled to bits to meet Tracy at Salsi Forest. Tail Christine Imbert is also properly dressed, but not in yet. Mince pie and hot chalk, please. And Pippa shared a photo with Tracy in a mini tinsel. And then a framed photo with Christine looking festively hideous. We also heard from Rihanna Wick Gamble. A close to home today, Compaspi Park Run. Nice to return here for a visit and a course PB. And Rihanna showed a, shared a photo of herself in her ugly Christmas singlet. Also, Shirley Macon shared a photo of herself in her ugly Christmas singlet. And Janet Reed, Dazza. Guess what? Santa joined us aboard the mothership Lockheel. We couldn't believe our eyes. The children were so excited. I think the grown-ups were too. We had a tinsel of uglies and very festive volleys, and I got to wear my Christmas shoes. Our resident artist, Grant Fleming, did a beautiful mural on the water tank, which made a perfect backdrop for all the very colourful Santa photos. 
Then he had to leave to go back to the North Pole to cool down after being in the Adelaide heat. Ice coffee for me, please, Dazza, and have a great week. And Janet posted a photo with Santa and Bark Runner or Volunteer and a huge tinsel. Yes, yeah, it looks like things were festive at the mothership this week. But uh, Mel, always festive is uh, the one and only Melissa Urbacher, who had to say, bit late to the cafe today, glad you're open all day, Dazza. Had a warm park run at Kiwana this morning and got all sparkly with a little tinsel after the event. Happy International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day, everyone. And Mel did share the photo of the tinsel, which happened to include all four Urbackers looking Absolutely hideous. (laughs) How happy were we to see that picture, Ollie? Yes, that's right. Um, Because, you know, that's what uh, International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day is all about. It's, uh, It's about getting out there, getting festive, and, well, some fantastic effort. Uh, from the one and only Melissa Urbacher. So, uh, yeah, our thanks once again for a, a fun year and um, a fun International Ugly Christmas Single Little Shirt Day. How many times can I say that? To Mel. <laughs> so uh, it's time, Ollie, to announce the winner of the Obie Award this week. Have you got the envelope? <laughs> No, but is it Bambi? <laughs> Chico. I think it was oh, both Chico. of them. Chico's got the envelope. Oh. <laughs> Look, I think the excitement's getting high. Um, the, the pups have caught on to the excitement of the Obi. There's no topping that. But, uh, look, I'll open the envelope, Mel, um, if the crowd can just calm down for a moment. <laughs> This week, the Obi goes to, uh, let's face it, Melissa Urbacher because uh, it has to. <laughs> it absolutely does. Yes, for our wonderful ugly singlets and uh, festive day once again, uh, that's a, a well and truly deserved Obi. Thank you, Mel. Absolutely wonderful to see Mel and the showman and the boys, mm. Wes and Emmett. Um, look, honourable mentions to so many, of course, um, so many that I probably can't mention them, which defeats the entire purpose of uh, <laughs> making an honourable mention. But as we said, so many different you know, special moments for everyone and, of course, yeah, heartwarming moments amongst a very challenging week. So thank you, everyone, for being a part of this wonderful community uh, for Dazzers this week. Thank you for the Monopoly suggestions. And um, moving along, thank you also to our Adventurers Club. Yes, Ollie, we were up by one this week to 73. I'm not sure who the extra one was, but thank you for joining us. Yes. We had 61 members on the Consolidated Club report. That's up 17 from last week, probably due to New South Wales' fabulous return. And we had 18 notties um, recorded, which was only down by one from the previous Mm -hmm. week. 
So not um, reporting this week on Australia's not park runs due to the fact that all our states are now back park running. But New Zealand, Ollie, they've got some stats. They do. And look, obviously New Zealand's um, in the spirit of returning park run because uh, they've shared top spot. So uh, good work, Whangarei and Anderson both on 44 this week, uh, Whangarei being down one, Anderson being up four. And um, not far behind, as always, Pegasus on 37, who are also down one. So some great representation there. Understand there may be still a few not park runs over the coming weeks, but we look forward to seeing you clock up some barcode scans as time passes. Great to hear from the Fung and Ando and Pego. That's right. What do we have to look forward to, Ollie, for the next year, uh, for the next week, even? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to save the next year for next week, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me, uh, Ollie. So we are going to take a week off, but not next week. No, that's right. We'll still catch up um, to round out what has been an interesting year, and catch up on all the excitement of everyone that has enjoyed Parkrun on Christmas Day, being on a Parkrun Day this year. Um, So we look forward to to checking in with you all next week there. I understand there's also some other news this week as we approach Christmas. Yes, we have a very special Parkrun adventurer celebrating her seventh birthday and we wish to wish a warm Happy birthday to our very own Abigail. Happy birthday, Abby. Hope you have a magnificent one and then uh, just a special Christmas. Uh, I think it's me signing off this week. I think we're done uh, unless there's anything else that you've got to add. No, look, Mel, I look forward to hearing how your Christmas day Parkrun Day and Christmas Day in general has been. It's been wonderful to catch up and to see all of the excitement as we approach Christmas. I uh, wish you and the family a very happy Christmas and to everyone else out there too, sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie, and the same to you and yours. Thank you. But as always, you can contact us via Facebook or on our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. But that's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures.
I did two park runs this week. We did Windermere Park Run in our Christmas T-shirts, and then we did Juniors on Sunday, and I came 15th place. And Santa was number 10 Marshall. It was so fun. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas, adventurers. Stay safe.